0: show.
1: Good evening. So dear brothers and sisters, we are gathered in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Welcome to the celebration of the second week of Advent. We pray that the good Lord will grant us the grace to listen to his son, to listen to his word, to listen to his commandments and to obey him. For the times that we have been unresponsive to his word, for the times we have not followed his commands, let us feel sorry and ask for forgiveness. I confess to almighty God and to you my brothers and sisters that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask the blessed Mary Ever virgin, all the angels and saints and you my brothers and sisters Pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray O oh God who have commanded us to listen to your beloved son be pleased we pray to nourish us inwardly by your word that with spiritual sight made pure we may rejoice to behold your glory we make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.
2: A reading from the book of Genesis. God put Abraham to the test. He called to him, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, Isaac, your only one, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. There you shall offer him up as a holocaust on a height that I will point out to you. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the Lord's messenger called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he answered. Do not lay your hand on the boy, said the messenger. Do not do the least thing to him. I know how devoted you are to God, since you did not withhold me from me your own beloved son. As Abraham looked about, he spied a ram caught by its horns in the thicket. So he went and took the ram and offered it up as a holocaust in place of his son. Again, the Lord's messenger called to Abraham from heaven and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you acted as you did in not withholding from me your beloved son, I will bless you abundantly and make your descendants as countless as the stars of the sky and the sands of the seashore. Your descendants shall take possession of the gates of their enemies, and in your descendants all the nations of the earth shall find blessing. All this because you obeyed my command. The word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: Today's psalm can be found on the inside back cover of your hymnal.
3: A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son but handed him over for us all, how will he not also give us everything else along with him? Who will bring a charge against God's chosen ones? It is God who acquits us, who will condemn. Christ Jesus it is who died, or rather was raised, who also is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks Thanks be to God. Glory, praise, and honor to you, Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ.
1: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by, them, by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no fooler on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it's good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. From the cloud came a voice, This is my beloved son, Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord Dear brothers and sisters, Once again, we welcome you to this second week, second Sunday in Lent, the Lent of 2024. And today we are praying that the good Lord will grant us the grace to listen to his Son, to listen to his word, to listen his commands, his commandments, and to live by those commandments so that eventually we all will take up our seats prepared for us by the Lord himself who said, in my father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. That's an interesting reading that I always like to listen to when we are doing a funeral, a place prepared for me. A place prepared for you. A place prepared for each one of us. In fact, a place awaiting you, awaiting me. That's where we are headed. That's where we are going. And partly, this time of relent is to reorient us or to reorient ourselves, invites us to reorient ourselves toward that goal, toward that end, toward that destiny that has already been prepared for each one of us. On uh, Lover's Day Feb 14th that's just uh, two weeks ago (laughs) people call it Lover's Day, others call it Valentine's Day Uh, for us Christians that was a special day It wasn't just Lover's Day or Valentine's Day, it was Ash Wednesday. A time for us to start our Lenten observances. On that day, I rose up a little bit earlier than normal, than usual, because I had to do the first the first shift at, at my station you know where my station is, down at the jail. So I had to do asho- ashes, to impose ashes to those that were coming into the jail and those that were going out. I mean the employees. The inmates do not leave the jail, but the employees come in and out in shifts. So the first shift is between coming in and going out is between uh, six... And 7.30. So I woke up around 5, prepared myself, and then drove there, and I was ready. Actually, we were two ministers, myself, Catholic minister, and another minister from uh, the Protestant church. So we stationed ourselves in the hallway (laughs) to get those that are coming in and those that are going out of their offices So there we were, myself and my colleague, and whoever was coming in and wanted to have ashes, we were there. And we either said, brother, sister, remember that you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. Or we said, brother, sister, repent, And believe in the gospel. And we imposed the ashes on their foreheads as we said those words. Those words capture two important ideas that I want to share with us this evening. Brother, sister, remember that you are dust and unto dust you shall return. That reminds us of our origin and our end, our beginning and our destiny, that we are from dust, and unto dust we shall return. But it's not any dust. It's the dust that was picked up by God's hand. God the porter, That dust that was picked up by God is from what we were formed. The rest of the dust that wasn't picked by God's hand is out there. You can see it, can't you? That's not you. (laughs) That special dust that was picked by God's hand and worked on by God's hand is what became you. It's what became me. It's what became us. So, yes, we are dust, but special dust, because we, we were held in God's hands, we were crafted in and by God's hands. So remember that your God is doing, your God's handwork. And to God, your maker, your creator. You not only belong, but will eventually return. So whatever we do, dear brothers and sisters in life, ought to be ordained to that destiny. Back into God's hands. That's where we are headed. Back into, as it were, the potter's hands. The one who made us. That's an important idea, dear brothers and sisters, that we want to remind ourselves of during this time of Lent. From God's hand we came, into God's hands we shall return. And when we return into God's hands, it's up to him to know what to do with us at that moment because we will remain with him forever and ever. We are gods, and to God we shall return. The second idea, dear brothers and sisters, that's captured by those words that we heard on Ash Wednesday is, Repent and believe in the gospel. So it's a choice. One could say either repent and believe in the gospel or remember that you are dust and unto dust you shall return. Repent and believe in the gospel reminds us of today's message. Our duty, our responsibility to listen carefully to the word of God. (laughs) This is my beloved son, listen to him. That's what we just read. So listen carefully, attentively, and very intentionally to the word of God coming from whatever channel, and live by that word. Live it out, practically. Practice it in your daily lives. Practice it in my daily life. Live by God's word. Repent and believe in the gospel. What do we have in the gospel? In the gospel, we basically have God's word, which also includes God's commands or God's commandments. In the first reading, the messenger of God said to Abraham, All this because you have obeyed my command. In other words, I'm blessing you with all these many, many blessings because you have listened and obeyed my command. So for us, dear brothers and sisters, in the gospel, the different gospels as we know them today, the four of them and other scriptures attached to them in there we have God's command God's commandments God's word and it is these commands these commandments this word that we are being invited to listen to and to live by repent and believe in the gospel Repenting, of course, means that someone might be going astray and then having listened to God's word carefully, they make a turn from going astray to going back to the right path, from derailing back onto the rail. I know, dear brothers and sisters, that uh, many of us have cars. We drive cars, eh? don't we? Even now, if I moved out of this church building, I would see many cars out there. And, of course, in the back, back lot, those are our cars. And today, we have this navigation system that we use in our cars. Many years ago, we didn't have that. When I first came to the US in 2007, down in North Carolina, I didn't have a GPS. The GPS devices were still few and expensive, so I didn't have anything. So I used to use a map to drive wherever I wanted to go, but I used to get lost so many times, so many times. And when you use a printed out map, the map won't speak to you that you are getting lost. It will just be (laughs) just there. You will simply get lost and lost and lost and lost. But when the GPS came, oh oh, I was relieved. I was able for the first time to drive from Durham city where Duke University is, that was my university, to the Mennonite University in Virginia to attend a course there using, I drove there using a GPS and I never got lost at all. (laughs) Because every time I was taking a wrong turn, my GPS would tell me, you are getting off, (coughs) you are getting lost. And the good thing about these uh, navigation system devices when you get off the right path they not only speak to you that you are getting lost but they try to help you. They recalculate your directions and they direct you to the next (laughs) nearby possible way out back onto the right path. So That was my first time to use a GPS and I was very, very happy with it. Since then, I never went back to the maps (laughs) up to today. (laughs) So now I can drive everywhere. I have flown down to, to Florida and to Texas and rented cars there and drove wherever I wanted to go just using my GPS. I have flown to San Diego. I was attending a conference there, and I rented a car, a very nice new car there from the airport, and I drove everywhere I wanted up to down the, down the border with (laughs) Mexico. I wanted to see what was happening there, so I went down there using my GPS. I never got lost. And every time I was trying like to, I was kind of getting off the GPS would quickly, quickly let me know that I was getting off and directed me back to the right route. So, that's Our ordinary life the GPS gives us commands and we obey them if we do not listen carefully (laughs) to what the GPS tells us then we might get lost and the funny bit about these devices when you insist on getting lost and lost and lost despite their repeated trials to help you get back on to the right path, eventually the GPS will keep quiet <laughs> and leave you get lost and lost and lost, even the more, <laughs> that's when it has given up completely on you. <laughs> Very interesting. But brothers and sisters, for us, followers of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gospel is our GPS, our spiritual GPS. It's God's GPS for us. In there, in the gospels, we have God's commands. And they keep telling us, do this, do that, do this, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. But all these commands in the Gospels are meant for our good so that we keep on the right path toward our eternal destiny. Toward our place, as I said, that has been prepared for us by our Lord Jesus Christ. And the Gospels can be heard with our ears just as we can hear the GPS in our cars speaking to us. That's what you are doing right now. You are listening to the Gospels speaking to you audibly through me. I am not the Gospels, but the Gospels are speaking to us through me. And they continually speak to us through different channels. This is just one of the channels the priests, the deacons, the ministers of the church. But they can speak, the gospels can speak to us through many other channels, including our next door neighbor or even our fellow uh, family member. The important thing for us is to keep our ears attentive. Attentive and alert all the time. If we do that, dear brothers and sisters, we will get there. We will get to our prepared places. If we don't, God forbid, then it will be very sad. So, brothers and sisters, this Lenten season continues to prepare us to reorient ourselves toward that goal, that destiny, that end, by listening to these continuous, repeated commands that come to us through the Gospels. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. speaks to us through the Gospels. Let us pray that each one of us will happily listen to this voice of the Gospel. That each one of us will continually be attentive and that in case any one of us gets off track they quickly listen to the GPS the spiritual GPS speaking to them and get back onto the right track dear God dear our father dear our maker here we are before you ready to listen to your word, ready to listen to your Son. Grant us the grace never to depart from you, never to depart from the right course, but constantly, obediently, courageously, and happily follow your commands toward our destiny. For this we pray. Amen. <clears throat> I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven. And... I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son, born of the Father before all ages. Be God not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate over the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, was crucified and Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is he seated at the right hand of the Father. He'll come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. I believe. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. God, our Father, we now come to you with some of our needs, confident that you hear us.
3: Please respond change our hearts O Lord that the holy spirit will continue to direct to direct the church not only to proclaim the value of sacrifice but to live in the awareness of Jesus's self-sacrificing love we pray change, change our, our hearts, hearts O Lord. Lord that we grow in appreciation of all those who sacrifice to serve and protect our community we pray change Change our our hearts hearts, oh lord Lord. that together we share our belief in the goodness of god and trust in his plan for our salvation we pray change Change our our hearts hearts, O lord that in keeping with pope francis's call to the synodal people we begin by asking for help to understand. We pray. Change Change
1: our our hearts, hearts, O Lord. Lord.
3: That we will work toward the healing of all division, violence, and hatred that causes isolation, despair, and fear. We pray.
1: Change change our our hearts, hearts, O Lord
3: that we use this extra day this leap year to appreciate the gift of our life. We pray.
1: Change, Change our, our hearts, hearts oh Lord. Lord.
3: For those in our community who have entered eternal life and for Margaret J., who this week has entered the embrace of God's love. We pray.
1: Change, Change our, our hearts, hearts O oh Lord. Lord.
3: We remember Richard Senior, and Karen Sudi and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those that we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray.
1: Change our hearts, O oh Lord.
3: And calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail, Hail Mary,
1: Mary oh, full of grace, Lord. the Lord is with, with thee. thee. Blessed Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed blessed the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
3: Mary, Queen of Peace,
1: pray for us.
0: Our hymn for the presentation of the gifts is number 479, Lord Who Throughout These 40 Days.
1: Dear, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May
2: the Lord
1: assist, uh, Christ Amen. Christ. May this sacrifice, O oh Lord, we pray, cleanse us of our faults and sanctify your faithful in body and mind. For the celebration of the Paschal festivities, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is true, right, and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For after he had told the disciples of his coming death on the holy mountain, he manifested to them his glory to show even by the testimony of the law and the prophets that the passion leads to the glory of the resurrection. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before your majesty without end, We acclaim... a mystery of faith with the blessed apostles, with blessed St. Joseph and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, Now pray to the Father, using the words our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, kingdom the power, and glory are yours now and forever. Now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who you set your apostles Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. So let's offer one another the sign of peace. Let us pray. <clears throat> As we receive these glorious mysteries, we make thanksgiving to you, O oh Lord, for allowing us, while still on earth, to be partakers even now of the things of heaven. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. May we dear brothers and sisters bow our heads and pray for God's blessing over us. Bless your faithful, we pray, O Lord, with a blessing that endures forever and keep them faithful to the gospel of your only begotten Son so that they may always desire and at last attain that glory whose beauty he showed in his own body to the amazement of his apostles, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Mass is ended, go in peace.
0: Our closing hymn is number 777, Here I Am, Lord.